0: finally there we are what's up safari what up what up how you feeling man I'm, i just finished working out man i was here getting drained i'm like yo what kind of technical difficulties are these was yeah y'all or zoom
1: for the people at home they don't understand that normally zoom works pretty fucking good but we just had like the ultimate collision of two zoom streams not wanting to work together at all
0: yeah well we're here now
1: we here. So, wait, what's the coronavirus workout like for you? Has, has your workout routine changed up a bunch? Yo, low-key,
0: it kind of got me more focused. Like, um, I went and got, like, a whole gym set up, and I turned my basement into, like, a full gym. And it's like I'm able to just do way more than I was doing before because I put on some weight when my wife got pregnant. I got a dad bod. So right. March 1st, I kind of zoned out and got right.
1: Hey, pause, but I believe, doesn't the, the safari version of the dad bod pro- probably still have, like, visible abs? Just just curious? Oh,
0: no, no, and I'm dropping a workout plan soon, and when I drop my workout plan, I'm going to put my before and after, and people, they're going to see, like, I'm not somebody who's just always in shape, yo, I was looking crazy.
1: Oh, wow. That's, that's good to know that there's, there's hope for all of us. Because I, I lost, like, 40, 50 pounds over the course of the past, like, six months. But the coronavirus totally fucked me up where now it's, like, I still am, like, basically the same weight. But I know I gained some fat because I definitely lost a bunch of muscle over the last, like, three months of not working out. So I got to, like, really, really get back on it.
0: I, I had to lose 13 pounds and I was going crazy. So 40 pounds...
1: It was tough. I got at least another 20 to go. But, uh, yo, is, is the OnlyFans a motivator A motivator for you to stay in shape at this point? Like, how has that changed up your mentality?
0: <laughs> yo, low-key, the OnlyFans joint, it kind of, like, I always was very, like, into the whole fitness thing. Uh-huh. But, like, the OnlyFans thing, it's like that kind of makes me be like, all right, ain't no slacking, ain't no days off. You got to stay in shape because this is work
1: right who do you think your uh, primary audience is on there because i was talking to somebody the other day and they were asking me they're like oh is safari gonna do stuff with his girl on his uh, on his only fans and i was like oh man i didn't even think of that because i assume that there's a whole bunch of gay dudes out there that really probably would not be trying to see that true or false
0: yo well i've got some stuff there and the stuff that i do got you know what i'm saying it is with my wife so oh okay as far as as far as who's on it and the demographic and all of that. Everybody, is a bunch of secret profiles. Like, OnlyFans is like a, it's like a dark underworld. Like, <laughs> it's Not like Instagram where you got a profile and a bio. Right. Everybody's name is you, 3RC28294, and you just don't know who these people are.
1: Mm. Definitely. Yeah, man, I I got really carried away because I started like everybody kept saying you got to do the the Safari OnlyFans review. And I ended up getting just so deep into learning about the life of Safari in general that the video ended up not really even being about the actual OnlyFans so much. It was more like I was just sitting there putting together a fucking book report about this guy that, you know, I'd always been interested in, but I had never bothered to do like the full deep dive. Pause.
0: Yeah, nah, And you know what? I really appreciate that because it's so ironic. My DJ, um, he was talking to me about you like two weeks before that because his son watches you. Mm. And he's, oh, Adam said something about Safari or whatever. And I wasn't too familiar with the whole, like, you know what I'm saying, with how big your channel was and everything. So then I went and then that's when you did the review on me. And usually when people talk about me, I don't watch it because it just be super biased. They're not mm. talking fast. They don't really go and do their history they don't really go and try to find out like real shit they just go off of headlines Mm. and you can't base a person off of headlines you know what i'm saying because that's clickbait
1: right see i mean that's the the thing that i found or that made me want to learn more about safari is i was like listen there's no way knowing how hard it is to to pursue and land a, a high profile female uh counterpart, wife, girlfriend, whatever. I'm like, there's no way that multiple women in the the entertainment world who are, without question, very high-end women, very desirable, lots of competition for their attention. I, I was like, there's no way that these, like, multiple different girls that we all know are wrong about Safari. And as I dove into it more and more, I was like, man, I can totally see what women like about him because, you know, you're a very, uh, I don't know, you're a very, like... Honest, real person. And actually I got that a lot from watching Love and Hip Hop, which I didn't even bring into that video to be honest too. I was like, man, I feel like my girl would like me more if I had a little bit more of a a soft side like Safari has.
0: You 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 know what with me, I'm like, I was raised by like all women, my moms and my sisters. So you know, I just feel like it's way more work to be something you're not. Mm. Like for me to just be me, it's no work. Like, I swear, like, the opportunities and the things that, like, come to me that end up being blessings that kind of stem from, like, a bad situation or just something that was considered something so crazy that somebody else would have killed themselves. It's like, it always ends up just working in my favor, and it's just because I just feel like I put out good energy, good karma. There's situations, and people know there's things that I could have did to be so messy and crazy and I just was always a kind of like person to be like that's not fun like it's it'll be something to talk about now but then in the long haul you know what I'm saying you don't want to be known
1: as the guy who's just who can't keep their mouth shut definitely I mean there's always that temptation because we live in this like attention economy where if you are the guy in the headlines that day, you get all the attention, people are talking about you, et cetera, et cetera. But then at the same time, you know, there's the compromise. You don't wanna, you don't wanna put your morals to the side. You don't wanna necessarily do something or say something you don't agree with. And there's always sort of that decision to be made of of how you want to depict yourself.
0: Yeah, like I just feel like with me, if it's something that's like super off the wall, like, yo, all right, you're dead wrong about this shit. I can't let you. Put this out there in the public and have people believe it. Then it's like, yo, you can't get mad at somebody for defending themselves. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I was—I'm never the type of person to like antagonize a situation and just make it be super duper like extra and messy. Because, like, I deal with reality. Like, people could do all of this internet shit and all of that, but like, yo, people really gotta go outside. People gotta really see see each other. You know what I'm saying? And hmm. It gets dangerous. Like, this is not something where you can just say anything and think you're going to go places and people are just going to see you and say, What's up? Like, people get really hurt behind saying the wrong shit. Mm. You know, <clears throat> saying, so-
1: I mean, that was one thing that I sort of said in the video uh, that I made about you was I was like, it felt like Safari maybe had a weird transition period where you had been used to living like a very like, uh, you know, luxurious lifestyle during your uh, past relationship. But then all of a sudden you're kind of like out there on your own and you sort of went through this weird period where you went from like very low profile to all of a sudden super high profile but you're not necessarily surrounded by this big entourage and all the other stuff that you uh, probably had to deal with beforehand, right?
0: Yeah, and when you when I heard you say that, it kind of gave me goosebumps, because I'm like, yo, a handful of people really looked at like my situation like that, where it's like, okay, boom. You go from playing the back for all this X amount of time, and then all of a sudden, boom on TV, going places and everybody knows who I am now and shit. So my whole approach of, I don't need security. I'm still, I can still just go out and be regular and just do whatever that didn't really like connect in my brain until like a real bad situation happened to me where I was like, you know what? I gotta really start to move like somebody who's in the public eye. Mm. I don't even like to say the word I like to say I'm in the public eye. So it's like, yo, if I go into a room of 2,000 people, those 2,000 people, they're going to know who I am. I don't know who none of these people are. And that's a super unfair advantage to me. So Mm. I need to move accordingly.
1: Yeah. And it's weird because you go through this time period where you think I'm a nice guy. I ain't did, did nothing to nobody. I don't got problems with people, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm good. But then at a certain point, you realize like, oh shit, it don't matter if I'm a nice guy and it don't matter if I, uh, I don't feel like I have beef with anybody because all of a sudden, just fucking with me is a world star clip. Just, just saying something to me is a TMZ post. So all of a sudden you're, you know, I, I remember when Gucci said back in the day, he's like, I'm a walking lick. And I, was, I didn't really understand what he meant at the time, but it's like, you're, you're a walking lick even without jewelry because you could get somebody a bunch of attention. And
0: it's, it's super unfair because even I remember one day when I was in New York, like I went out to eat and it was me my wife, her stepson and her godson. Like we were, we were kids and we had walked into like a um this place to eat and there was like a table. We were in like a private section, but then like across from us there was like a table of like some girls celebrating like a birthday. And like when I walk into places, I don't assume that everybody is a fan of me. So right. I'm not going to go around saying hi to everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I walk in, I go to where I'm at. And then, like, before I leave, they're like, oh, he didn't even say hi to nobody, blah, blah, blah. And then it just started the biggest argument, started a huge fight with it, it just got so crazy. So it was just like, it just, all that's out the window.
1: Oh that's crazy though because it's like then you feel like you can't really act like a normal person because you walk into a room and if if somebody's looking at you you're not you're, you're wondering like are they looking at me because they know who I am or are they looking at me just cuz somebody else is looking at me and like t- to say hi to everybody it feels kind of like fake and meaningless like what's the point of even saying hi to somebody if i got to say hi to everybody <laughs> Exactly and then like people really
0: be like oh he was so rude he didn't say hi you didn't say hi <laughs> Like you know what I'm saying? Like when you walked in, you didn't walk in saying hi to everybody. So like I understand. Okay, you may know who I am, but how do I know you like me? You could be like you could be one of the people who'd be like ah, pff, I don't care about him. Right. So I'm always also too. You know, I'm on edge sometimes. You know, especially after going through traumatic things where you feel like who you almost to? lost my. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so it's yeah, hard. Yeah. <laughs> hi. Yeah, I'm in my, I'm talking to Adam. You want to come say hi? Come say hi. Pick your head out. I got a blue belt. I'm breastfeeding. Hi, Adam.
1: Hi. How you doing? No,
0: you, need to, you need to do homework on me and do a video.
1: All right. There's, we're moving that to the top of the list. We're doing that next. Shout out to Erica. Let me ask you this. In this new high-profile relationship that you're in, what what are the rights... What are the things you're doing right now that you did wrong the first time around? Because it's 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 you're in a very different position in your life. But what makes this relationship so much healthier than prior situations that you might have been involved in?
0: I feel like now um, I'm I'm um, I'm used to being like in the position that I am, and she is too. And we're not. I'm not with someone who. Who, who she doesn't think she's above me in any way. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If anything, for the most part, she really uplifts me and just be like making me feel like, like I'm the man. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't know like how well she was doing for herself until I got with her. Really? You know, like there's some people out there, they be really doing their thing. And it's like, if you don't pay attention, you just won't know. Like she's doing so well for herself. And if I wasn't like with her the way I am, I would have never known that she was, you know what I'm saying, just doing so good. So I just feel like we're just, our personalities too are so similar. Like she's like a a female version of me with sexy, juicy breasts, fat, juicy ass. Like, you know what I'm saying? And
1: it, it, it works. That's oh, a beautiful thing. Um, how do you feel when you see people, I, I think it was Kia, the sing, the singer girl from back of the day, right? She was saying, she was talking some shit about you and your girl both having an OnlyFans. How do you feel about that opinion?
0: The the opinion of somebody who I don't know, who I've never seen, who is so irrelevant, who their their words mean absolutely nothing in this culture... That means absolutely nothing to me. Right. Like, from where I came from, when there was one point in time where I had the entire world, the entire industry was against me, something like that. That's like, that's just as relevant as somebody who has a fake bot account on Instagram coming to leave me a comment saying some hateful dumb shit. Right. And it's just, it's just a random egg on Twitter. So that's like a random Twitter talking about me.
1: Right, because it feels like you read so many comments. Because I'm in the same boat where my girlfriend has the OnlyFans, but you read so many comments from people who just seem to believe. Oh yeah, my girl is actually one of the bigger uh, girls on OnlyFans. I forget if she's in the top fifty or top hundred or something.
0: Ah, uh, that's what's up.
1: What's her name? Uh, Lena the Plug. Shout out Lena the Plug. I don't know. I right, limited plug. I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> All right, nice. Um, but you know, it's like I get a lot of comments from people who seem like they are sort of like projecting their attitude onto me in the sense like they think that They're I should. Moral. Right, I should feel the way that they feel. When in reality, it's like I, I just, I just don't. Like I'm just not bothered in the way that a lot of people seem like they think they should be. And it's, it's, it's kind of hard to even like understand when you're reading those comments because you're just like. You know, I I just have no reason to be arguing with somebody who thinks that they have an understanding of what my life is like or how I should feel about things. How do you uh, feel when you're reading those comments?
0: Let me tell you how I like evaluate stuff like that. Right. And I'm not cocky. I'm not arrogant. And it's not me thinking that I'm better than people, but I just think I'm better than them. (laughs) (laughs) But if, I don't know you and you're taking the time to tell me your feeling and your insight on something that's making you so mad about something that I'm doing and I'm not even thinking about you while I'm doing it. That means that you are not on my level in no shape or form and I should not be listening to anything you're saying. Mm.
1: Unless
0: it's somebody who's really up here in the stratosphere and I'm like, damn, that person got that to say about me? I'm not going to like listen to or let it bother me that somebody who I have no idea who they are is coming to tell me their opinion, especially when I'm the one who's really benefiting off of this shit.
1: Right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. The the numbers that you were throwing around, saying that you fucking made what like a hundred thousand plus in your first couple weeks on there.
0: Yo, let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I, I've been in, I've been in the music business. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm in the TV business, and. The money that this shit makes not having to leave my house and the only sweat that I break is in the gym is is unbelievable. Like I just I just can't I just can't believe it. Like sometimes like when I look at this shit, I just can't believe it. I still can't believe it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fucking nuts. It's, hey it's really unbelievable. Do you uh okay so Rewind to back when you first had the uh, the naked pictures leak on the internet, though. Was there a bit of you that was like, "God, I'm, this is like embarrassing. I didn't want this stuff on the internet," or, or were you always kind of somebody who could take that sort of thing on str- in stride?
0: You want to know what the feedback? That's so crazy. My wife just asked me that the other day. But the feedback on my meat leaking, it was so it was so crazy right away. I didn't have any time to be embarrassed, like. All the girls, everybody was going so crazy. Every club was booking me. It was like, I was like, I didn't have time to be embarrassed. Like that shit was, that shit was crazy. Like I was booked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for freaking months off of that shit.
1: Yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty weird, like, going back and looking at all the memes and all the posts from that time. I'm, like, clicking on random, like, talk show clips, and it's just a bunch of random girls just talking about safaris meat. And I'm just like, like, how do you become a meme for having a huge dick? That's like a weird, uh, that's a weird position to find yourself in.
0: I should have, I, I should have, man, I should. And you want to know it's so crazy? People think I did it on purpose, but, like, that really wasn't done on purpose. mm I'm not let me tell you like how it happened. I was talking to somebody, but the person was catfishing. Me, and mm. I
1: really I got
0: caught they leaked the shit.
1: Wow, that's crazy, man. That's why you need to be in a relationship, huh? You can't even be talking to girls online. Oh, They'll just catfish it. Let me you.
0: tell you something. Let me tell you what being in a relationship does. It it just it gives you so much structure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It just adds so much structure to everything in your life because I don't have to text and talk to so many different personalities. I don't got to call so many different Ubers. I don't got to do so many different flights. It's just it's just a lot more calm and just easier when it's just one person to deal with.
1: Yeah, it's like I always think about that. Like I I feel like it would be so hard for me to work as hard as I'm working right now if I was still in the place that I used to be in my life. We're having to think about all this different bullshit. Text so many different people. Like worry about flying girls. All it's crazy. Like it really. Once when you're really wrapped up in it as a dude, and you're sort of on this race of just getting pussy all the time, it feels like it's like such a normal thing to do. But then once you really like take a step back in your relationship, you're like, holy fuck! Like this is being a sane, normal human being.
0: Yeah, because after you freaking nut, you'll just look at the girl and be like. All right, man. I really want you to leave. I don't want you to sit here and act like I want to hug and cuddle and talk. I want you to leave right now. Right. Like right away. I just need you to leave. So it's like, it's good that I get to, like you know what I'm saying? I have to deal with that.
1: And I mean, if they sleep over, all of a sudden you're farting in front of them and that's just fucking weird. Ah, and like,
0: yo, like like with that, there's no bowel movements allowed anywhere near me. I don't even want to know that you use the bathroom in any way, shape, or form.
1: Oh wow, that's interesting, yeah. yeah. I remember there was a Cameron skit back in the day where he was basically like, that was the joke, was like a girl came in after she just took a shit and she laid down on Cameron's bed and he was basically like, get the fuck out of here, uh, I don't want you on my bed just after you took a shower, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, I've, was, I've been in a relationship long enough that anything shit-related don't really make too much of a dent in my consciousness, to be honest.
0: How long you you with your girl for?
1: Four years.
0: Of it is. Yeah, that's some time. I ain't gonna lie, yo. like that. I don't be doing that. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't want to know you. Like me and my wife, we have two separate bathrooms.
1: Oh wow!
0: You have your bathroom. I have mine.
1: See, that's interesting. Me and my girl are on totally different sides of the fucking spectrum. We're taking shits in front of each other and stuff. We just have completely let all of our boundaries down.
0: <laughs> nah, because at the end of the day. I, 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 my, 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 woman was a fantasy before I got with her. Mm. And ain't nobody, we ain't going to ever get that comfortable to be like, nah, ain't going to be no, you ain't going to be doing that in front of me because you were a fantasy before and it's going to stay that way.
1: Mm. I respect that. What about like makeup and shit though? I, I, some girls like don't even like being around their dude unless they got the full makeup done. Is there any kind of that element?
0: You want to know what? That's one of the things that kind of made me lock down with her seriously because when me and her did a TV show where we had to live together for two weeks. Right. First day we slept there, when we woke up the next morning, when she walked out of the room, I was in the kitchen, we was eating. And she was like one of the last people to wake up. And when she walked out and she had just woke up, she didn't have no makeup on. And I was like, oh shit, She <laughs> was beautiful. I said, yo, I cannot believe that's how you look with no makeup on. because I've been with girls that lay down on my chest and then when they get up, they <laughs> eyebrow, the eyebrow was on my shoulder and shit. Yeah. I'm trash.
1: I remember being in high school the first time I had that realization. I gave a girl a hug and then I, she pulled away and it looked like I had one of those t shirts on with a big skull on it.
0: Exactly. Mm. Exactly. I can't, no, nah, I, I don't, we don't do all that.
1: A lot of girls are hip to it though now. When they go to hug you, they give you the full, like, they turn their whole head away from you because they know exactly what's going to happen.
0: Then what's going to happen when you want to be something for real? It's like, damn, you tricked me with all of this makeup. I mm. remember. Talk to this girl. I was like, yo, she used to wear so much makeup. You know, I wouldn't want to. I would have say talk to her. Saw her a couple times, and she mm-hmm. used to have so much makeup. I used to be like, yo, like, what are you gonna do when it's time to settle down? Cause I know you look different without the makeup.
1: Right. Yeah. And they're so insecure about it. Sometimes, like, I dated a girl who was like a makeup YouTube girl, basically, where she made videos about makeup. And the first time that I saw her come to bed without the makeup on, I was just like, holy shit, like. Yo, that happened to me too
0: one time. Oh my, yo, I had this joint and yo, she went, boom, cleaned up. And when she walked in the room, yo, the, 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 you could hear a pin drop. And I just was like, oh my, I said, nah, that shit is, that is so misleading.
1: Yeah, and, you know, you, you sympathize with it because they're sort of doing the same thing that everybody else is doing. But and I, I feel for the dudes, too, though, because, like, as a young man, I didn't necessarily know what I was dealing with. Once you've been in the game for a while, you know, you, you start to realize. And, and young dudes get fooled by everything because it's the angles on Instagram. It's the fucking apps that they use to facetune everything. It's the surgery. It's the makeup. It's everything that might sort of lead you to be dealing with somebody that you didn't necessarily know you were about to be dealing with
0: with i swear like these dudes in their young 20s their early 20s i wish i could like just talk to all of them and just really just like put them on the game just about because they, they just be so excited and they just be making the wrong holes
1: right man it's crazy out there in the streets of new york though the, the quarantine hasn't stopped anybody from shooting at each other it seems oh
0: that i'm in atlanta you know oh, what you're saying? in
1: atlanta okay
0: i'm from new york but um right i got family out there but uh they, they just need to stay their asses inside and I was my boy who's a cop he was like crime so down for a minute but now it's back up cuz it's 80 degrees up there
1: yeah right so in terms of your preference would you 100% not want to live in New York full time at this point
0: I was just living in New York for 8 months I just came back to Atlanta like what like 3 months ago right and I, I was living in New York like uh like the year before last, I was living in New York for like a year and a half. But then I just felt like with New York, that's just a place where it's like so much people know me. Mm. It's, just, it's just too much people pulling and tugging on my energy. And it was really hard for me to like, just be away and just be by myself. It's like, yo, just it, it just was too much. So I just was like, you know what? I just need to, I need a reset. So New York is good for me to go and do my thing and then leave. But
1: no, I agree. Like, Atlanta, definitely, like, if I, if you're going to be a grown man in a relationship and shit, I feel like Atlanta is a lot more accommodating. Not not that there's not a bunch of whole freak shit going on in Atlanta, too. Obviously, there's a whole bunch of freak shit, but New uh, York. they, they sucking dick everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's freak Nick every day out there.
0: Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But you know what? I hear those just so big and spread out, cause, uh. you know what I'm saying, that... It's just you don't really run into people out here in New York. Yo, I could I couldn't go nowhere in New York. I'm running into people everywhere.
1: Right. Here, okay. Hey, you and your girl ever have the conversation about the threesome thing, or is that off limits?
0: Nah, that's definitely not off limits. You know what I'm saying? I we just feel like the perk, like whoever that third person is, they just gotta be, they gotta be top tier. They gotta be top tier. They gotta be ready to eat some box. <laughs> they gotta be ready to sign gag orders and like, they <laughs> be ready to gag. And, you know, it's she, you know, when I met her, she liked women and all of that shit. So mm. I'm not gonna be like, okay, yeah, we're married now. You better act like you only like me and stuff like that. Women, she's still attracted to women or whatever like that. So I'm like, you like, I'm not gonna trip. I don't know. We've never done nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? But, I don't know. I guess with certain situations, it got to happen and then you see how how you feel. Like maybe I might just black out and say, oh, no, I can't take this. Or maybe <laughs> I just feel like, all right, cool.
1: Yeah, that's never like really crept into my head. I, I bet at this point, me and my girl have had like 100 threesomes, maybe more. And it's like never once have I been jealous of like, oh, damn, like another girl's eating her pussy. Like I want to be the only one who does that. I'm like, no, oh, do
0: say, that. You said you and your girl had like 100?
1: I mean if it's not 100 it's definitely more than 50. I mean it could be So how do, go, so how do y'all go about picking the girls? I mean at this point with my girl being so deep in the OnlyFans world that would, typically if we're going to hook up with another girl it's like we're going to film it and put it on her OnlyFans so it's usually oh, like an, an Hold on man.
0: I'm looking What's your girl's Instagram? Let me let me see.
1: It's yeah. uh L E N A the plug.
0: L E L A
1: L E N A and a
0: oh she popped right up.
1: And she's uh she's pregnant right now too. So we got a little one popping out on Halloween. Oh congrats. How many months? Um I think she's four or five months at this point.
0: Oh, so then how the hell? So is she
1: showing? Uh she's like really just starting to show right now. Oh okay.
0: Of, okay.
1: Yeah, she won a 2018 uh, Pornhub Celebrity of the Year, I believe Yeah, I cancelled my Pornhub subscription I never had one, that sounds cool though, I should get one (laughs) <laughs> but, uh yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, now at this point, though, like, like has that occurred to you that, like, you're going to end up volunteering your dick for your girls' OnlyFans or vice versa? Because at some point it feels like everybody with the OnlyFans just keeps getting crazier and crazier because they keep seeing the money being more and more appealing. You know,
0: and we we were speaking about that because I was like, yo, I don't know. I was like, I don't feel like the people who are subscribing or her joining, I'm like, I don't think they want to see me do anything with you like I feel like that would that might take away mm. from their from the fantasy they got you know what I'm saying I feel like because like all the girls who are on it they're not doing like sexual shit they're doing sexual shit but not with other people So mm. I'm like, I feel like some people they want to see her like be sexy oiled up certain angles and shit like that you know what I'm saying I don't know yeah but I've never, never gotten any requests or that
1: I know about I mean, hey, I started out that way, and then all of a sudden, I'm doing a fucking anal threesome in the backyard with a camera crew. <laughs> 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 mm-hmm. Real talk, bro. We had, a, we had a camera guy and everything, and this guy, this camera guy is all up, all up in there. He's got the camera all up in there, and I wasn't even worried. I was just having a good time. It was just a Saturday afternoon.
0: Wow, this guy's in an anal threesome.
1: You're funny. Hey, man. There's, there's all kinds of safety precautions that come up with that, too. All kinds of shit was going down.
0: Damn, that's lit though. Get that money.
1: That's for real.
0: Like I kind of, I kind of don't. I feel like I don't want everyone to know that this shit is such a gold mine, and I feel like people's, I feel like people's starting to like, I don't know. But I feel like everybody got their fan base. Everyone got their following and all of that. But I don't but, want people. To hide, I don't want them to hide it up and run it into the ground.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like you're you're selling crack, and then all of a sudden everybody's selling crack, and you got to fucking push the price down and all this shit.
0: And I don't care what nobody say on some – as far as having that reach, I don't know who, if anybody before me went out there and said, yo, I'm starting the OnlyFans. If I missed it, then maybe I missed it. But I feel like I ain't seen nobody do it. That was like, all right. They got a following like how I got
1: and right. started. Definitely not in the rap world, I don't think. And to be honest, I think it's all about like – Everybody will post up saying like, oh, I made this amount of money in my first couple days or whatever. But the reality is, is that, yeah, you can get that big boom of like a shitload of people signing up for it right away. But unless you keep going and you're like consistent with content and actually it actually has to make sense to your viewers. You might have that big first month, but then every month after that, it's going to keep going down. And I've seen it well, even you know, with
0: I'm in my second month right now. My, right. Second, my second month is more
1: than last month. Wow, see, that's great. But I've, I've heard of a lot of even like real famous chicks who like their shit ends up plateauing pretty early because they're just lazy with it. But the people who actually go hard with it, it's it's a fucking lick for sure. Yeah, man, this shit is all.
0: And they re- the reason why I did it, they reached out to me. Oh, really? Yeah, so even like with the, the my splits and the percentages and all of that, it's not like the standard one. They hit me up and they were like, yo, look, if you're willing to do this, we'll do this with you, boom, boom, boom. And I was like, so that's what made me even entertaining because they uh. kind of came, came at me different and they they, they emailed my um, booking email because one day I went on Twitter and I said, I'd rather start an OnlyFans before I start a TikTok. Mm. I don't know if they have a publicist firm who searches who's talking about OnlyFans, but when I tweeted that, the next day I had an email in my booking email and it was somebody from their camp reaching out to me saying, hey, if you're interested, we would love to do something
1: with you. Oh, wow, there you go. Yo, but w- what is it about TikTok? Are you are you not like, you know, cause nowadays it feels like all the girls want their, their man to do some goofy ass TikTok dances with them, and so you see a lot of dudes having to kind of make that decision. Like, am I gonna be a cool guy who doesn't do a fucking goofy ass dance on TikTok or am I gonna actually just do it?
0: Yo, I've, I saw somebody do a TikTok. The amount of work and production that went into that 10-second video, Really, I, I said, you better go to hell if you think I'm doing all of that shit. He did some shit. It was my um homeboy's son. He's like 14. And he did some shit. And it's like he had to jump up in the same place mm. the same exact way like 30 times to make some one video. And I was like, hell no, I ain't
1: doing all of that i feel that's like it's it's the kids that get you though because like my girl like when when she's trying to get me to do some goofy ass shit for tiktok and i don't want to do it she's like well are you you're gonna do it when the kid comes out right i'm like yeah like i'll do whatever goofy ass shit if the kid wants to do it and like when i see like my friends kids I, I got friends who we got like three four-year-old daughters who are obsessed with tiktok it's crazy yeah that's what
0: i'm saying though it's, it's really it's for the kids they're like they don't care about nothing else but that. They sit there and look up and see what's the new stuff and how they could do new TikTok challenges. And I just, I saw this video the other day. It was like a meme and it was like, <laughs> it said how 38 year old men look trying to do TikTok. I'm gonna DM it to you. It's so funny. And there's some grown ass man doing some shit. <laughs> it looks, the guy looks outrageous.
1: Yeah, it's tough. You got, you got to figure out how to fit in without, without looking like an asshole. I seen like uh, like Chris Brown and Tyga like meeting up, doing their first TikToks together and shit. I'm like, oh man, like you're seeing it. It's happening. Like slowly grown men are just seeping into TikTok and just figuring out how to fit in. Where do you do your show at? Uh, I got a studio out here in, uh, in Burbank.
0: Oh, you in Cali? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it open back up?
1: Pause. Pause, but uh, yeah, it never really closed down that, like a lot of the businesses shut down and everything, but to be honest, I never stopped like coming into work. I realized how serious it was in New York when I started to see people all having to do their podcasts over Zoom and everything, because for us, like we never really like stopped having people just come in if they were in the area, but you know, you could just drive around out here in New York. You can't even like go over the fucking bridge to get in there from Jersey or whatever.
0: I used to live on Olive Place. I love Burbank. I lived in Cali for 12 years. Oh yeah. Yeah, nice I, I we I'ma move back there. We're gonna move back there one day. Like I think like Cali, now that I'm like married and settled and shit, I think living there would be really different now. Cause before I was caught up in the matrix. Uh, and when I say matrix, I mean that that California Hollywood flashing lights, believe everything you see, can't believe this type of shit. And I was just at the wrong house parties, just around the craziest, worst shit. So it's like now, you know what I'm saying? The headspace to I be something. now, I would love to live in Cali.
1: But it's interesting you say that because to a lot of people out there, that lifestyle that you're talking about is pretty much like what they're aspiring to. Like they want to be around everybody at all the craziest parties, et cetera, et cetera. When did you sort of like lose your, your taste for that lifestyle?
0: Yo, um... <laughs> And my boy, yo, this guy, he used to just have crazy house parties. And that shit just was trouble. All the time, no matter what, it just was always trouble. And I'm just like, it's either girls either stealing from you, Mm. girls getting cool with you so they could set you up later, guys coming to scheme and do home invasions. Actually it was just too much I'm like you know what I, I just rather like I'm very to myself and that should change me and it just made me realize too that like because you you know a celebrity that doesn't mean they're your friend these people be meeting other celebrities and I think just because they're a celebrity they say oh this is my brother I love you you're my brother no you guys are just on Molly <laughs>
1: twin you gotta put take a photo of someone you met 20 minutes ago All right twin that's the new shit yeah. Exactly. (laughs) No, I feel like I avoided so much of that shit because I've been with the same girl all all this time. And, like, I look at so many of my homies who have, like, weird situations where they get robbed, they get set up, the girl does some crazy shit, expose them afterwards, and I'm just like, holy fuck, like, I missed out on all of that because the whole time that I was going from a regular dude to being, like, somewhat well-known, public eye, whatever, I was just sort of checked out of a lot of the most ridiculous shit because I had my girl acting as like a filter for like, oh, if we're gonna hang out with this girl, my girl's there, my girl's like the one who's sort of officiating, so I never, and, but there has been times, like I had like, you know, house parties where we ran an Airbnb, and all of a sudden like one of my homies catches one of those girls trying to like run off with a bunch of money or, or whatever it was that they were trying to steal, whatever. And, I mean, you know, you gotta start being really careful once you start having shit. You
0: well, know, I, had, I had this group chat, right, with me and a couple of my friends and one of my boys, He's, like, single, and he, like, lives that life. Yo, and there's, like, this this, this strip club, bar, whatever, where the bartenders and all of that, they're, like, so bad, and the strippers in there are so bad. And he got bread. He freaking took one of them, went to a hotel. He hit. Yo, this guy had to go to the hospital emergency room, like, right after. And he was, like, yo, his meat was on fire. On fire, he yo know, the girl he had sex with the girl and caught something like, like that. As soon as he was done, why well, he had to go straight to the yo? Know, he said his meat was on fire, like, and I just was like, yo. Shit like that just makes me be grateful that I'm not
1: even in those kind of potential potential situations. Yeah, I mean, I think about so much shit I used to do. Like, I used to just. Be in the club till you know we out like doing drugs and drinking till four in the morning and then i'm just eating your ass and i never even seen you before and i look back at that like what the fuck i probably was really eating doo doo and i didn't even know
0: bro that shit is nasty
1: yeah you have a girl for a few years you're like damn like a lot of that shit just seems so unnecessary why was why was i running around like that what, what did yeah, i have to they- prove And then
0: if you ever, ever, for a second, think, damn, do I miss that life? Like, do I want to go back to that? It's like, because you know what I'm saying? Like, people are human. Like, sometimes you can just play. like, then it's like, whoa, oh, hell no. Mm -hmm. I am definitely not missing shit.
1: Let me ask you this. You ever meet Brian Pumper? Show.
0: Crazy. (laughs) I lived in Hollywood for twelve years, of course. Oh,
1: okay, okay, yeah, there, yeah, of course.
0: Every every everybody's met him because he'd just be everywhere. I used I met him in North Hollywood on one day I was at IHOP and he was sitting at his table at IHOP with mad porn. With a whole bunch of like porn covers and his papers and his books, and he was doing his accounting or financing. And I was like, Yo, that's Brian Pumper. And he was like, Yo, what's up? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm just here, you know. He just handling my business, man. Yeah, I just made 200000 off of this shit. Boom, boom. <laughs> I'm like, okay, you gotta know me from a hole in the wall. Right. Right at the um, IHOP on Sunset across the street from in and out
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know exactly which one you're talking about. No, that's because I've been working on a video about Brian Pumper, too, trying to, like, basically tell the Brian Pumper story because I don't feel like it's been properly told yet. And that's one thing that I started to think is I'm like, yo... I feel like Safari kind of like replaced Brian Pumper in a public way, in the sense of like, here's a new guy that's a little bit less creepy. He got mad chains, he got but the chains are real this time. He got fire waves, he got a bunch of girls around him, et cetera, et cetera. I feel like once people started fucking with Safari, they kind of forgot about Brian Pumper. Just a theory. Yo,
0: damn, that's 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 a hell of a um comparison. Um, <laughs> like
1: yikes
0: (laughs) i I don't know i'm curious to know what the hell he's been through in his life oh i I could tell
1: you all about it i'm an expert now yeah there gotta
0: be there gotta be there gotta be more to it because i feel like when he be talking and shit sometimes when he you ever look at someone and they kind of look like devious not even devious they just look like they're looking at you but they're not there
1: yeah, sort of. I also feel like it's weird that Brian Pumper doesn't drink or smoke. I'm like, what are you, what are you so afraid of? I want to see what, you, what you're what like when you're drunk, bro. I, I want to see the real you.
0: I don't drink or smoke either.
1: Oh, really? See, I don't drink anymore, but I'm still smoking. Big dope. So I'm so, still got one personality flaw. That
0: shit just makes me sleepy. That's why. That's why I'm like, you know what? I ain't gonna be... I don't smoke. It shit just makes me sleepy.
1: No, I feel that. So, like, um, obviously your money situation's fine with the OnlyFans and everything, but it's got to feel kind of weird because you're, you know, the TV show is on hold. whole bunch of shit's yeah. probably on hold, right?
0: Yeah, but, you know, um, luckily, like, I was still getting paid from the, from the TV show. Um. You know what I'm saying? Because I ended up on Atlanta, and I've been filming the Atlanta TV show while wow, like right up until the coronavirus hit, so it was like it was catching up on the episodes and all that. So it was like just outside of the TV show doing a lot of things. Like I got shit that's just you know I fuck with stocks. Uh. I never talk about it and shit like that. But like me and my wife, like we really into stocks. Like I really, I'm into that shit now. Like one of my um jewelers, it's Jewish dude, shout out to G. He put he put me onto it, and ever since he did like. it's stock game. I'm into it. Especially like right now with everybody with the stocks crashing and nobody doing anything. All the stocks, everything is super low right now.
1: Oh okay. Yeah that makes sense. Wait, so you're you're on uh Atlanta season three?
0: Nah right that shit is on
1: nine right now. Nine? They got nine seasons? I thought I I only seen two of them. <laughs> Damn I'm <laughs> missing out. I didn't even know.
0: Nine right now and I just finished ten
1: in New York you telling me they dropped eight seasons and I'm so checked out I missed out on it? Damn, my Donald Glover card is fucking rejected. That means you're busy. But yeah, no, that's
0: because I, I don't, like, I be doing this shit and then it's like, I don't be, like, sitting on waiting to watch it, I making sure, all right, cool, make sure I get my money from it.
1: Wait, but mm-hmm. so do you do TV and then you don't even bother to watch it when it comes out or are you watching every episode of Hip Hop to see how they did you?
0: You know what? I end up seeing it when the clips go on Instagram. Mm. Like, cause when it comes on, it'll be like a Monday and I never know what day of the week it is. Like, I thought today was Tuesday.
1: Mm.
0: Until my manager called me and was like, yo, you know, you got Adam at six. I said, yo, I was so, I was so mad. I'm like, damn, I totally forgot.
1: Oh uh, yeah, that's funny. No, I keep having to do that too. I'll be like going to sign a contract or some shit. And I got to yell at my girl like, hey, what month is it?
0: <laughs> yeah, she just asked me that too yesterday.
1: It just feels like kind of, uh, you know, but to be honest with you, I like it a lot, though, because I feel like, you know, I just spent years and years of my life, like, either going to different shit all the time, different clubs, parties, shows, etc. Or thinking about it, like, if I did stay home, I'm thinking like, goddamn, like, so and so has got a show that I'm not at tonight. So and so is doing this, you know, and like to to have none of that for so long has been kind of a nice break. Aside from all the people dying yeah, and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Let me tell you, it's it's. I feel like the world needed this reset. You know what mm. I'm saying? Because this day and age, it's a shame that nothing lasts long. No matter how ill something is, no matter how impactful it is, no matter how powerful it is, nothing lasts longer than a week. Mm. And the biggest thing could happen and everyone could come together and, and it's like it'll last for 72 hours to a week and then next week is something new then it's like yo damn whatever happened to such and such you know what I'm saying and I had like I got robbed a couple of years ago and that shit right there that shit changed everything about my mentality just how I think about moving just how I just end with every single day life and it just makes you more appreciative. And I feel like until you experience like some near-death shit, you really don't appreciate life. Like no matter how much you can say, oh, I appreciate it, like people take shit for granted. And this right here is something that just made people like snap out of it and realize, yo, I'm taking everything from you. Slow down and live in the now because nobody's living in the now. Everybody's, it's like you'll get something new and then it's like they want to the do shit already right away. Right. Okay, what's What's next? next?
1: It is funny too, thinking about all the people who spend so much money on like designer clothes and now they got nowhere to wear them.
0: Yo, I've been buying some, I've been sitting here, I've been buying so much sneakers. Oh, yeah. And it's like, my wife was saying, she was like, yo, you getting dressed up for the
1: backyard.
0: (laughs) You getting ready for the backyard this summer? But I lost a lot of my sneakers, so I got to replace them. But
1: yeah, 100%. What's the Confused Muscle shirt? That's like a workout brand.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me and um like a, a collab I'm doing with my boy. He's like one of my um I'm doing a a workout thing. I'm gonna drop it. I'm gonna um make sure you get in on it too. But it's oh, gonna yeah. be the world, it's gonna be for everybody,
1: like and
0: it's gonna be a workout plan. people sign up and you're
1: gonna get people right. Oh, uh, that's what's up. Yeah, you know, it's kinda weird to think about like, is there anybody out there in the game that you're sort of nervous? Like what if they start a OnlyFans then like the game might be kind of fucked up if so-and-so just hops on this. Like, I don't know. I don't know who we're Beyonce thinking of.
0: Beyonce shouted it out. Yeah. It's a, it's a rap. Beyonce said OnlyFans. I don't care what she said. Beyonce said those words together. It's mm. a rap. That means a sanction. You know, anyone who was thinking about passing judgment, they got to just keep it to himself. Be, Beyonce said it. And let me tell you something. Beyonce is not... She has nothing on her that is not smart. She's a very smart woman. So she right. knew her saying that. She knew what the hell that was going to do.
1: You ever met Beyonce? Yeah, met a couple times. Really? Where where did you meet her at? How was that? Um,
0: let's see. The, what was that? Uh, the, yeah, what was that? that Victoria's Secret. I when they used to do the Victoria's Secret Runway Show. Oh, okay. Victoria's Secret Runway Show and a studio session in New York.
1: Was she man. like, hey, I'm, I, I love those dick pics. Those were hard when those dropped. <laughs> no? Oh, OK. <laughs> nah, nah, hell
0: no. This was before that. But the, the crazy thing about it was, imagine you being in the studio and Beyonce just walks in and you didn't know she was about to walk in.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, I, it, it would be so hard to act like a cool, calm, professional in that moment where everybody in the room is just like. And, you know, there's no
0: such thing as acting cool, calm. It's you just like, oh, shit.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: hilarious. Um, okay, so uh, what else is uh, taking up your time? What else are you working on as long as you're uh, locked down? And, and do you have any optimism about when you're going to be uh, out of this, this present pandemic?
0: Yo, I, I just... It's crazy because if you really think about it, as far as shows and gatherings and all of that, it's like, when do you see those opening back up again?
1: I mean, I think the bare minimum is like New Year's or something along those lines. I don't think that we have any chance of really seeing like, you know, even even a 300-person concert, even a 500-person a concert. I think that's definitely a 2021 thing. So, that's, I mean, that past I'm that, saying. it's hard to guess.
0: And I'm somebody like, I'm booked a lot on weekends, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm always... Like, I love, I love to perform, especially in, in Jamaica. They got this huge concert that's in front of 50,000 people, Reggae Sunfest, I'm always on it. And that's definitely not happening this year.
1: Mm.
0: So it's like, there's just certain things where it's like, damn, I just can't believe it's not going on. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just going to, you know, just keep on writing, recording, getting myself physical, physically and mentally, Just prepared to just you know, work from home like and just do things that I can do from here. Definitely, you
1: know what we got to worry about. I think is we got to worry about dudes who are just gonna hop on a quick steroid cycle and then start up their OnlyFans. There's gonna be dudes who weren't who were never buff and all of a sudden they boom they're just jacked veins popping out everywhere. They're on the OnlyFans taking over. That's what we got to keep an eye out for. They should really drug test on OnlyFans.
0: Yeah, but that's not that's not gonna work for them because. Only fan, I mean, not only OnlyFans, steroids, steroids shrinking meat. So if you think you're about to take steroids and it'll be on OnlyFans with your meat shrinking, ain't nobody subscribing.
1: That's a good point. Yeah, I can see that happening. Facts. It's all about the meat.
0: How many people, <laughs> you, how many people you got in there? You look like you're just in your garage by yourself right now.
1: No, I got uh, my two editors, my guy Josh running the board, and then we got Phil taking photos. So we got like five guys in here. Now it's not the garage. We just added a little bit of ambiance with the fence. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's not as unprofessional as the fence makes it look. That's just us trying to seem hardcore, you know?
0: <laughs> no, we got to do, um, do an in-person when I come to L.A., but I'm definitely coming out there.
1: Let's do it, yeah, and I'll have some like really crazy questions uh, cooked up because for this one, I was like, man, this is, there's no way I'm doing any research when I already learned like essentially everything that I felt that I could learn uh, in my prior research for the video. You ever think about doing a book? I think that a safari book could do well.
0: Yeah, you know what? I definitely have. I just want to like – I should just got to be done right, and it'll be like a book from like a beginning to end. So that's definitely something that I thought about. I just want to do it with the right person where – I can own as much of it as possible. You know what I'm saying? I don't want nobody coming to try to dick me on a deal.
1: Mm, that's real shit, yeah. Definitely a lot of people getting screwed when, out there.
0: When I come out, when I come out there and we do an in-studio, you got to have like like 10
1: to 15
0: bad joints from your OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. We we come down and we just do like a crazy, crazy, like have people do an anal in the back while I'm talking that <laughs> shit.
1: Definitely, yes. We'll go live on OnlyFans with like 20 girls. We'll just have a party, bro. That would be a movie. That would be the craziest shit ever.
0: I forgot you could go live on the OnlyFans. So, mm. boom, that's it.
1: Do oh, that my thing. God. Brilliant idea. <laughs> you know what's the only problem, though? I think is that, like, I, I'm pretty sure that, you know, like, if you were going to have a little party, like, a lot of people are going to want to be drinking and smoking or whatever. But I'm pretty sure that once you're like filming naked shit, that the rules are a lot different when it comes to that. Like, you might, we might have to be careful. We're gonna have to get some extra diesel fucking uh, forms signed first.
0: Yeah, no, nah, I don't be tripping about about having it around me. I just, that's just not something that I just be doing all the time just for, you know what I'm saying? Shits and giggles. But like, I like red wine. I don't, mm. the hard liquor, it just makes you look old, wrinkled, and tired and shit. So I like to mess up with the red wine if I do. And if I do smoke, I feel like the only time I smoke is like if I go to Jamaica. Mm. I don't know. When I'm in Jamaica, something about it just makes me want to...
1: Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what the Jamaican weed is like. I don't know how it compares to that Cali.
0: That Cali shit, y'all put too much shit in Jamaican weed is very natural and normal. That Cali shit, y'all be having Saturn planet rock dust with mm. space shuttle, um, NASA fuel. it just be <laughs> too much.
1: Yeah, you hear that a lot. A lot of people... Uh... They prefer that 70s weed. Somebody
0: gave me an edible one time. I was in the studio, right? And I I got hungry. And the dude gave me some shit, and I didn't know what it was. And it was some coffee beans, but they looked like chocolate. Yo, I ate like four of them. And in 30 minutes, I said, yo, why do I feel like I smoked weed? Yo, bro, I was high for like 17 hours.
1: <laughs> Yo, the edibles are so funny because everybody always thinks that that's their smooth little idea. Like, oh, I'm going a, I'm to a take this edible and I'm going to have a nice little, uh, little chill high. It's the exact opposite. <laughs>
0: nah, them edibles, them shit is dangerous. I will never do that shit again.
1: That yeah, was I,
0: one, of my, one of the worst days of my
1: life. I ate 100 milligrams of edible food the other day thinking that it was all good because I've been smoking weed for like 20 years. It was not. It was not all good. I was fucking fried. My girl started trying to talk to me. She's like, "You're not even forming words right now. What the fuck is <laughs> wrong with you?" <laughs> Yo, okay. All right, Safari. I appreciate your time. We'll definitely uh, get get something in further interview wise next time you're out here oh, in L.A. Pause. Pause. Yeah, I was thinking that pause.
0: <laughs> yeah, take it easy, Adam.
1: Appreciate you, Safari. Much love, G.
0: Thanks for having me, bro. Straight. Tschüss.